This episode is brought to you by Lethal Inspiration, COVID inspired by everyday life. From nothing to something, freedom and victory, everyday 24-7. Be sure to use our coupon code, JWI, for that 20% discount. So shop lethalinspiration.com. Yeah. We're back with another episode of Just Swinging It. I'm back from a little hiatus. I went to... I went on vacation. <laughs> Got some sunshine. Hey. Some tan lines. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Elsa. We miss you. Wagwan, wagwan. Kinda. What's going on? <laughs> Yo, fuck this weird-ass weather we're getting, though, because global, one day it's glo- 70, the next day it's 48, and I can't keep up. Glo- like glo- Global warming is a, is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's kind of nasty. Like, not nasty, but, like, today is 80, and it's, like, but it's October. I know. Tomorrow's gonna be, like, 65, and it's gonna be raining. Like... I, I, I prefer the rain. It's hot. My nigga, it's hot. Okay. I mean, I like a little heat, heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's jump into some pop culture. Yeah. Um, so. Let's discuss... What's going on in the news? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the. I got a booger. My bad. <laughs> Bro, you didn't have to say that shit. I had to, right? <laughs> Just being transparent. You know. <laughs> quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the um, young boy who stabbed his bullies in the Bronx. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Because I have, I have plenty of thoughts. Um, RIP to one of the victims. Well, I don't know the. F- full story i do so if you could just brief me real quick so basically this young boy was taunted Mm. um by a group of kids um in the bronx and um his mom actually came up to the school it's actually recorded that she came up to the school to discuss it and nothing was done Mm. like they did nothing about it and um he was fed up and you know it sucks he was fed up and he snapped like he literally snapped so they were calling him names like faggot um you know just a lot of gay slurs and Mm. stuff like that and when you're a preteen or teenager, I feel that there's just certain, even as an adult, like there's only so much you there's can take. There's but so much you can take. Not to say what he did was right because it wasn't. Like that's why I said R.I.P. to the victim and um, praying for the victims who were stabbed. But we also have to pray for the person who was victimized. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. We don't know his mental capacity at the time where he actually... Well, he stabbed... Well, we do know because he stabbed someone. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's just a sad case. Like, it sucks because I would hate, God forbid, for that to be my child. Right. And they're going through something like that. And I, I, only, I only know the surface of it. I don't really know what he or she is going through internally where they feel like they have to bring a weapon to school and kill somebody mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's like you gotta kind of level down with the vic- the person who was victimized and like kind of like see where they're at mentally well just like an outsider looking in this story is definitely reminiscent of this episode of Degrassi I can't I don't mm-hmm. remember like where Jimmy aka Drake got shot and you know like he became mm-hmm. crippled and things like of that nature like like you said there's only so much a person can take yep. and for the parent to have gone into school and made a report and, you know, reported the incidents mm-hmm. and action clearly wasn't taken or maybe it was, but it wasn't to the extent where, like, it was serious action, whereas the, the bullies wouldn't really be in the presence of the bullied and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, there's only so much you can take. And just like that um, episode of Degrassi where the guy, like, got fed up and just shot her shooting in school, like, yeah. 
yo like man i mean most of us have been bullied right and yeah. maybe not it hasn't been to the extent of thank and thank god not to the extent of like social media where it's like there's snapchat and there's facebook and it's heightened and there's like gay slurs and yeah. things of that nature and like you know a screenshot things like that that can really hurt a person thank mm-hmm. god we didn't go through that but these children mm-hmm. are going through these things now and a lot of these administrators these um superintendent these teachers these parents need to you guys need to be very vigilant of the students and your children because mm. what they say and what you're saying around them affects them and that that also is going to affect other people that's around them so these I two agree. kids and one of them is dead as you said right yep the, and the one that died these two children that were bullied bullies to this one individual that was being bullied mm-hmm. like what are what have y'all been saying at home hmm what's going on at home you know some people react based on what what they go on what goes on in their households that's the, that's the way that they like sort of suppress not suppress their anger but that's just their form of therapy for lack of better words so what's going on at home is the are the parents not there are the parents not doing what they're supposed to do are they are they lacking things of that nature so there's so many things to look at and it's unfortunate that it had to be in this circumstance mm-hmm. but we as parents as individuals of society just for humanity's sake we really got to be careful what we say to people and how we treat people because that bully or those bullies that has affected that person now the bullied person is is fucked up for for life he's in jail he's in jail for something that that technically isn't his fault i agree in this in a sense i mean he he stabbed stabbed someone right he stabbed, he's two people he stabbed something two people like yeah it's he he committed a crime yes granted but the actions leading up to that crime that was committed has to be also taken into consideration mm-hmm. it's unfair like this kid was bullied like he was called all sorts of slurs there are kids that are hanging themselves kids yeah. that are eight years old that are committing suicide let me tell you though this is why you have to even though he was 18 i think 18 or something like that he was, he was in high school yeah Oh, he looks very young. He's he looks very like he's young. fifteen or yeah, something. Yeah, I think he was eighteen. I'm not. Um, I think so. Let me don't quote me on that. But let's be very honest. Like we have to sometimes when people when people when kids are complaining to let's not even put that whole age thing. Oh, if you're eighteen, like you're an adult. No, like that's it's a dub for that. Like you're not an adult at eighteen years old. Like you're, you haven't, you're, even you haven't learned anything. <laughs> it's just an age. Um. We have to, and I learned this with, with younger siblings, like, when kids come home to you and express how they're feeling, like, it may look very minute, like, very, very small to yeah. us, but sometimes you really have to, like, take yourself out of that adult, like, out of that adult space and put yourself in that 18. Empathy. Or, yeah, like, you know, that 18 or, like, six-year-old place. Like, they're like, oh, like, there's something, it sounds dumb to us, but to them it's very, very, very big. Yeah. And I think this was the case because I feel that I don't want to blame the parents, but I feel like if parents were more involved and they did more, something like this wouldn't have happened. Mm. That's just my opinion. I mean, but I have so many questions. Though one question is when the when the bullied ma the, the parent of the bullied child I don't mm-hmm. know his name. So when he when she came in or he came into school and made a report, how I think come, she came in twice. Okay, so well, she even came, she in, came more in more than once. Mm-hmm. So how come the other parents of the bulliers weren't like the bullies weren't you know called because in? They didn't discipline. They didn't. They didn't discipline the child that those the bullies properly. They kind of just dusted it under the rug, like oh, like they call him a faggot. Like what's a faggot? Like that's little. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that's little stuff. Like that's not nothing big. Like they're not. They probably looked at it like oh, the administration probably looked at it like oh, 
he's not being abused like he's not mm. being punched or he's but you know just stupid stuff like that they're probably looking at it, it's just words like sticks and stones may break your bones or words and never hurt me a lot of people look at shit like that I guess in we, that, we're in, in a different space. time what? because when I was in middle school and mm. then again like, it also depends on the schools that you go to when certain things were said and one person felt uncomfortable parents got involved mm-hmm. and you know if you gotta pull your parents out of work Oh, it's a whole nother. It's a whole nother story. So okay. I feel like it's important to get these parents involved. Because if I have to come into my child's school more than once, I'm week, losing out on money. I'm not only am I losing out on money, but there's an, obviously there's an issue. That's a fact. That there's an issue, and sometimes we got to take things beyond the school. Sometimes we have to get the media involved. There's a lot of times where parents go to channels like uh, Eyewitness News Seven mm-hmm. or Channel Eleven, which is WBX or something like that, and they they make reports, and then that's when things get changed, and then that's mm-hmm. when the administration then puts in and emphasizes and enforces these rules and regulations. Whereas if a child is being bullied, whether it's verbally or physically, there are many steps and, and things that have to be taken to solve these issues. It has to be um, mediation and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So this whole case, this I don't whole want, incident, I don't, to, I don't want, I don't need my child who's being bullied to mediate with no fucking bullies. It's no, no, either no. yeah, they they kick those motherfuckers out of the school, mm-hmm. or I'm taking my child out of it. Like and I and, and me personally, I don't feel like he should have been taken out of the school. Mm-hmm. They need to be expelled. To be expelled. Um, yeah. Like bullying is should, is a crime. Yeah, bullying is it's very very dangerous. Crime. They, I, if I was the parent, I would have went to the police. Straight up. I would have went to the police. I would have to take it there. Yeah. Yeah, taking it there. So, we're so, going <laughs> to jump into the next topic. Next quick team. But, um, <clears throat> let's just address these people that seem to be in authoritative positions. But they really just ain't shit. Hmm. They really just ain't Ex- shit. Expound on that. Expound on that. Like, you know, whether it be a family member, hmm. an employer appear or something of that nature and they just seem to because they they may be older than you or they may have a higher rank than you they feel like they 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 run shit or that their opinions are better and that they than yours than yours and they feel like they they can just overrule you with everything and it's not necessarily the case like like the saying goes respect is reciprocal mm-hmm. so if I have an opinion and you have an opinion it doesn't necessarily need to end in a negative manner or in an altercation of that so we can have a normal grown matured conversation we if we have any sort of uh what, what's the word i'm looking for any sort of like not obstacle but any sort of malice or issues between the you and i we can fix that word for word so let's bring this into the african culture my favorite. Let's 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 take it there mm. because this is a really this is a really good time to discuss um, respect. You know, like you were just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys may know, Osa is mad Nigerian and very much so. I'm like fifty percent. I'm half. <laughs> shala shala to my okay. people. <laughs> shala to all the But no, um, all jokes aside, um, what I've learned with growing up around Nigerians and being around Nigerians is they take this thing called respect very I have to call it this thing this thing called respect very serious like they're very sensitive about Mm -hmm. it Um, but what these motherfuckers don't know (laughs) is yo we are adults right Mm, talk about it so for instance um, I think we spoke about this a while ago I was at a wedding, an engagement, and 
some auntie I didn't even know <laughs> approached me like oh something about the marriage thing and I was like are you married like it was to the point I was at this point where I was like I'm tired of people asking me so I was like yo are you married like <laughs> like are, are you where's your ring auntie yeah where's your where's like where's, where's your, your ring like where's your man like you know and she took it as if I was being rude but I took it as if you're invading my space mm. what a lot of Nigerians don't understand is they need to respect the whole space situation mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's because you're young like you're young you don't know nothing no 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 no. you're used to certain shit right. like so when someone is correcting you like someone who is 26 or 30 is correcting you you have a motherfucking problem mm. but what they don't like they need to understand is things have changed right and I do agree like you don't it, understand our life but we will respect you right to an extent yes I'm not gonna play dumb for nobody mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna let you disrespect me like I'm just not like I know a lot of I used to sometimes I, went, I used to go to this church not church but I went to this camp at this church mm-hmm. where um this lady like this one of these people like they just thought they could slap you <laughs> okay <laughs> just slap you anyhow but what yeah one just day, be like, hey, good morning, pow. Yo, so I will never forget oh. the time this lady, um, she slapped me and I slapped her back. <laughs> I was like 13, 12, 13 years old. Because I was like, nah, what, you not, you what, you, what you're not going to do is you're, she was young. She was like 25. I was like, what you're not going to do is you're not going to slap me. And like, you know, my quote is like, I hope you know how to fight. And, you know, after she slapped me, like I called my mom and, you know, was handled right and <laughs> to grow up yeah but then we come into other situations and i like to since we're being transparent i had family who thought they can put their hands on me like mm. for no reason you know what i mean and yeah you may say oh you were a child da, 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 da. no like now at 26 years old looking back at the situation and actually being able to like talk to my siblings about it like this is a that's abuse mm. like what what this this thing that Nigerians do where they think they're corrupting you by slapping you or like trying to embarrass you because they believe this, in this, this, whole, this like, abuse. the whole like spare the rod fuck that shit it's mental and physical abuse you cannot put your motherfucking ch- hands on people's children mm. or adults it's just that's the first thing that they go to and it's yeah. not fair and it's then not. when and then they feel disrespected when when the child or when the adult wants to like defend themselves yeah they feel like who like who I'm, raised you not even who raised you like <laughs> Who are you to do this? Yeah. Am I your mate? Da, 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 nah, right like, now, nigga, I am your mate. Right. I'm your mate. Like, if you're going to slap me, now we're on the we same, same, le- same level. We're the same level. Same everything. Because age, age goes out the window. It does. It does. Especially and, yeah. when, when the, the child is no longer a child. And the yeah. child is able to defend themselves. And yeah. the child is able to speak up and say, this is wrong and that's wrong. Yeah. And like, uh, like you said... I mean, I've definitely experienced it living in I Nigeria and here and here too. So, like that shit don't really discriminate wherever you are in the world. Yeah, you as long as you're you in the, get, you can get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like on some shit, like on some shit. If this shit, if that was to happen, like all these Brooklyn shit. I, I get really upset when I hear. This is why I vow to myself that I would never put my hands on my children. Like, I just can't. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just, I just can't. Like, I just, I won't. Because I'm so scarred from being physically abused. Mm-hmm. Not by my parents, guys. By a family member. For no reason. Mm-hmm. That I can never put my kids through, through the same thing where they're like, you know, like, where they feel like they have to be defensive for right. everything. Or, like, they have to be scared. Like, oh, my God, she's going to slap me. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, 
close the refrigerator <laughs> too hard. Too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what people don't understand is like abuse. Son, that shit comes from anybody. Like, yeah, it does. Some shit like that. And it, it doesn't always have to be sexual, sexual. Like that shit, especially like in this these Nigerian households, households like yes. a lot of that shit sometimes is physical. And I know a lot of people have, who has been physically abused like every day for years. Wow. For years, and it's just like. Like, who are you? Like, who who do you think you are that because you're older than me, like, you think I can't hit your ass back? <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But also another thing to consider is that, like, this is something that that's all they know. Yeah. Like, if we look at our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't no sitting down, having a conversation, that's talking true. about how you feel. It's go to school, study, be number one, number two, and number three. If you come <laughs> home before, if you come home, anything less than that, I'm, so you're getting your ass beat. Yeah. If you wake up too late, you're getting your ass beat. If you don't do your children, you're getting your ass beat. If you look the wrong way, you if you point, beat. if you, any little thing, you're getting your ass beat. you get your ass beat. You look me in my eye, you're getting your ass beat. So, and, and that's raising children in fear. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, all they've known is beep, 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 beep. They don't know. That is not right. All, <laughs> all they know is physical abuse and verbal yeah, abuse, yeah. too. A lot of Nigerians are very capable of being verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. Like, little things like, oh, you stupid idiot. And oh. that shit doesn't make you stronger as an it individual. Doesn't. Like, it that doesn't. shit doesn't make it does you... Not. It, and it doesn't make you resilient. Like, I, I, you know what I think it is? I think they feel that it's making... It's building strong children. I No, I think it's just no, dumb... It's, it's the real feelings at that time, though, yeah, honestly. No, it's building very weak children, though. Mm. And in all actuality, like, in all actuality... You're you're instilling fear. You're you're heightening sensitivity in children, like to to the point where like like for me, <laughs> I'm very sensitive, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's because I'm a cancer. I think it's because of what I've been through. Like True. if someone yells at me, like even a little bit, I'm gonna wanna fight, defensive. and then I'm gonna like I'm gonna start crying, like mm-hmm. because it's like that shit is stuck in my head. Like right. it, and I'm and of I'm growing out of it. Whatever can be, but like. There's things that just, like, bring me back to, like, that place. Mm-hmm. But I take myself right out of that shit real quick. Real, real quick. quick yeah. Like, thank God, you know? But, like, the power of God really helped me because... in a little bit of therapy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, you, you guys... Yeah, they can't do that shit no more, son. Like, no. I mean, but what about, like... Okay, thankfully, we're in the Western world, and we, we have the, the privilege and the access to therapists, and we have mm-hmm. access to the internet. Well, I'm not saying that they don't, but well, we have we have access to things where we can, like, research and have conversations and mm-hmm. actually identify what the issues are, whereas people that are still in, like, the continent or they live in a diaspora, like, even in the Caribbean, the Caribbean people, Caribbean people go through this shit, too. Like, I've had conversations with my friend where they're, you know, they're like, yeah, dot yeah, dot stinking, dot stuff like that. Well, the video, like, I feel like a video you sent me with the, the girl getting a... Yeah, she was getting, getting beat, beat with a cutlass, a machete, like, what? But then I saw the video of why, but it's still, I didn't see it that doesn't one. make it... It doesn't make it right, so it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I just... Oh, sorry, the video. Oh, yes, I didn't, I didn't see the, the second video part. The video of I didn't the... See the there, was a, there was a follow-up video mm. before the beating um, of the girl with her friends, and they were like flashing their boobs oh on the internet yeah yeah you know what's funny I was actually listening to another podcast and it's called Therapy for Black Girls I think mm-hmm. I put yeah, you on I'm listening and to she it be she be saying some real 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 shit and on the episode that I listened to it was the she was speaking with another therapist and this one this the other therapist specializes in like family and like child and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and she was talking about how 
we parent shame. So, like, for example, whereas that parent who got who was beating their child with the machete, cutlass, whatever, mm-hmm. they may feel shame that, oh, why is your daughter online showing her boobs? Yeah. You know, That's you true. don't know how to raise your child. You know how to do this. You don't why know how to do that. Why do you care what other people think? Why do you care what other people think? Because just shit that, that's going on in their household, you do not know. I know. You don't. I remember my mom telling me a story about my grandma and how my grandma used to, like, not necessarily brag, but you know when you're proud of your children and you, like, are in the midst of your friends. You'd be like, oh, yeah, my daughter just did this. My son just did this. Mm-hmm. And it was always positive and positive and positive. And whereas her, my grandmother's friends had nothing to say about their children because they knew that their children were doing bad. So the one time that my, my grandmother's friends would see her my aunts and uncles doing one thing not necessarily bad but just like they were like talking to a girl they'd be like oh did you see a daughter did you see a son do doing this doing that and it's mm-hmm. like people don't really want good for you people claim to be your friends people claim to do this came to do that but they honestly don't care they just want to show you the best parts of their lives they just want to mm-hmm. highlight the best part of their lives so why why do you have to care what other people say because at the end of the day you're the person that's living in the household with that child Crazy. you are the person that's raising that child so whatever goes on between your house you should you need to have a conversation with your child if there's something that you don't like you need to have a conversation with your parents that mom i don't like the way you did this dad i don't like mm-hmm. the way you said that and i'm, I'm speaking to the choir right now because triggered and like mm. no it's so real like and it gets so frustrating because sometimes you just want to say how you really want to how you really feel yeah. but because of one the fear and as being a nigerian and i definitely uh, um identify with like not not necessarily that i fear my mom but like the respect and fear lines cross intercross many times many mm-hmm. often times because it's like if i bring this up like how is it gonna end mm-hmm. how is the conversation where's the conversation gonna lead to is it gonna be a good conversation is it gonna be a verbally like aggressive conversation are we gonna get into a, a verbal altercation like stuff like that and it's just like parents so, i feel you on that though <sighs> you know what so i feel real. you on that shit because I, I i i live in that i live that to this day like triggered <laughs> like i get so i'm already def- like if i I just get I'm defensive. Me like, too. Always. And it's only because of how how we communicate. Mm. Like it's all it's all parents. Like the the lack of communication like with the children and I feel like it's because of their how the way they were raised like you exactly. said earlier. Yeah. But it's like one of those things where I say every child you're the only child so it doesn't really apply to you mm-hmm. but every child needs to be loved differently every child mm. every, every child needs to be communicated different with, yeah with, that's with true. differently that's really like true. i can't be communicated when you're yelling at me because if you yell at me i'm yelling back i'm yelling you that's me you catching the verbal abuse back like you're about to you're about to get everything that you're giving me yeah you feel me so like if i'm talking to you and i'm just talking to you regular because i'm i feel like i'm personally i feel like i'm a very calm individual mm-hmm. but when if you're gonna get turned like i feed off of energy right levels like there's you give, there's, what, you le- you give what you get and i'm not afraid i'm i feel like i'm respectful i'm to, sorry you get what you give not you give what you get yeah. my bad. <laughs> i feel like i'm respectful to my parents but there's a but i'm 26 mm-hmm. years old now there's certain things that as adults and as just humans that we cannot let our our parents get away with no more mm-hmm. and and it's not being rude is that i always say this shit you have to protect your peace and just because you are my parent does not mean you can't get this work like mm-hmm. in turn not hands like not fighting <laughs> but me you mouth. cannot get this mouth <laughs> what that mouth do it talks I'm back gonna, i'm gonna put you 
in a place where you feel how I feel. Mm. And a lot of them feel like, oh, it's because I push you out or like I help make you or like because I brought you into, I brought this, you into world. this world. You gonna do what the fuck I say? No, you got it wrong. I didn't ask to be. I don't. I was not asked to be born. Okay. You need to understand. You don't know. And this is my 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 my, my biggest. My, one of my my largest prayers is like, God, please give me children that I understand mm. because. They didn't ask to be here. Yeah. I prayed for these beings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted them to be here. I want to be have to be able to understand them. Mm-hmm. So my thing isn't like, yo, they should understand me because I said this, like, this is how it should be. No, like, you have to level with your children. Mm-hmm. Like, 30, 40, 60, it doesn't matter. That's still your child. But you still should be able to respect them. Like, that's it. I mean, I t- everything you said hit the nail on the head. Like, mm-hmm. even in, in the podcast, the lady was saying that you can't control nobody. Yeah. You may have gave them, given birth to these persons, but they, you they, cannot they, control. They are the it's nature versus na- nature versus nurture. Outside of your home, it's gonna be different. Different. There's so many out like external influences that mm-hmm. are gonna influence your child. Like you're in school more than you at, at I was home. just gonna say that. Like so. <laughs> like, and pe- you know, people have that duality. I remember yeah. my, when I was younger in middle school. Like when I got back from Nigeria, like. Mm. I would be trying to be like Brooklyn and shit like that. When I get home, it's like, "Mommy, good afternoon. How are you?" Yeah. Like you know, and, and when you get to school, it's like, "Hey, hey what's up?" <laughs> like what's that? all that stuff like that. And it's like parents have to really, like you said, you have to really understand your children. Mm-hmm. Like we were they talking don't want about, to though. We were talking about love languages the other day. Like hmm. the way you understand this, I feel like there's an understanding language as well, and as well as a love language. Like I agree, you may be a personal, I mean, excuse me, a physical time person, and she may just be like, quite like uh, I don't know. Hmm. not quality time but like gifts or something like that yeah. that's the way that like okay she did really well in school she wants I don't know the newest Alex and Annie bracelet it's something yeah. small to you but like to that person it's a very big deal and like we have to understand that parents especially and I'm not a parent but God willing when I do become mm-hmm. one like I pray to God that God gives me the spirit of the sermon mm-hmm. and the spirit of wisdom knowledge and understanding most importantly to ensure that my children understand that not only do I love them but I'm going to be there for them no matter what no matter the severity of the situation because another thing that and not just Nigerian parents but black people in general we we overreact to a lot because we can't talk for white people yeah, I'm not white, so I don't. And I, I can't don't talk know. Yeah, like I've been around Black Americans, I've been yeah. around Caribbeans, I've been around Africans, and yeah. there is a common. There's a common factor yes. there. There's a common denominator there. Communication. Communication is lacking. Like the parent comes home and it's that's it. Like I remember one time, like I would ask, like, "Oh, how was work?" And like, "Work is work." <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Like that ass. Like on some shit. And I'm like, yo, like, your child is asking you basically in the nicest way, like, mm-hmm. how's your day? Because they're genuinely in, interested. And they're interested. And like you shutting them out by saying something like that. Give them a response like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, why should I even ask you a fucking question? I don't give a fuck if, if you had a terrible day. Good for you. Good for you. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how that's how a child is internalizing mm-hmm. that. And we gotta be, be very, 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 very careful with our words mm-hmm. and sometimes cater our responses mm. because yo that shit can affect you like definitely can affect your child later in life so if you're a parent out there if you still got a little one just be mindful of how you speak to them Facts. the love that you give to them and like who you are like the conversation and also like you have to remember that kids are sponges right hmm. Th- that kiki you having on the phone in front of your child your yes. child is absorbing that agreed all those like fuck the baby father fuck this and then when the baby father comes around it's like a whole different scenario like your child is confused like I agree they not sure which mask you got on like which mask, mask is off, off. <laughs> like you know so we have to be careful we just really have to be 
cognizant excuse cognizant of what we say around mm-hmm. each other and how we and how we like just show our affection and our love towards our children our little ones not necessarily just your 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 children but if you have yeah. siblings if you have cousins stuff like that like look at Assad and DJ Khaled <laughs> even though we don't know that the every in and out of their their lives mm-hmm. but like just that positivity has taken an, a positive effect on that child yeah. so if you Great. continue something like that I'm sure that child is gonna be able to and willing positive. to come up to his dad be like yo dad like this is what I'm going through this is what I'm going through I, got, I like this girl or I'm not doing well in this class or I'm gonna do this program or I wanna get into this I wanna get into that stuff like that and I'm sure DJ Khaled <laughs> quirky as he is will be able to have that conversation because they've already built that 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 the relationship that way you know so yeah it's, it's a triggered I've been triggered just thus far <laughs> FYI because it's very very disheartening like and especially when you look at other people's relationships and not that you like you should compare you should compare or you wish you could because you don't know what the other person is going mm-hmm. through as well but from the outside looking in it's like damn I wish I had something like that mm-hmm. damn I wish I could say this to my mom Robert. and be like it's gonna end in a positive note it's not, I agree you know stuff like that so I so I wanna ask you a question right so I, I was in a car the other day mm-hmm. we were talking about who should come first cause I had this conversation now um, is it like the four the four women in the life like nah. the mom the daughter no no okay. no what kind of no it's not mm-hmm. so I had alright so basically I remember I was at school and um when I was in school I went to this like women's like this feminist thing like a summit some shit I don't know <laughs> I went to the pizza bye <laughs> but they were talking about like who should come first and of course in a in in relationship like you know if you're married and um some of like should it be your husband or your children and I was like my husband like and everyone felt away like they were all feminists and they were like what <laughs> like this is what women empowerment is about like it was just something it was something of that nature but I anyway long story short when I was working at this company I met this client who uh, actually got divorced because her her husband actually fought for divorce because he felt as though after she gave birth to their two children like the children were like her everything mm-hmm. like they had like this really beautiful strong relationship like you know she's explaining to me and she said she regretted it actually after after all and she actually even told me like yo this white lady she was like yo like always put your husband first because um your children are going to leave <laughs> and she feels that shit now like cause her children it. left like her children are adults now mm-hmm. and like they go to college they they leave yeah, the yeah. And she was like, yo, I'm lonely. Like, mm-hmm. on some real shit. And she was like, if I can go back, I will change everything. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, I would never forget my husband. I will. Like, she said they were married after she had, they didn't have sex for four years. And she she said she genuinely forgot. And they were still married? They were still married. Yeah, he, he had a whole nother concubine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cheating. He was family. cheating on her. And he actually wound up leaving her for With the, the yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And she said she didn't, she said... She doesn't blame him because she's like, yo, I, she like, she legit neglected her husband for four years. Wow. Like on some shit. That's like college. Yo, that's like high school. <laughs> that's a toddler. <laughs> and she was like, idiot, like, you know, like just never. Like she was like, yes, like your children will be everything, but your husband should always come first. And when she said that shit to me, and I and I always felt that way. Like, I'm like, why would why would I feel I would never want like you know I think I feel like things happen after you give birth. But I'm like, listen, my man will always come first. Like, mm-hmm. like this I mean, because thing, you got married to him and you knew him before the children course. even came into the play. And of course, we're gonna love our children equally. But 
when push come to shove, we have, me and him have each other. Like, mm. the children are an extension of us. Because after marriage, it's like, you guys are one. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, your children are literally just an extension of you. That's yeah. my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, these, this, the feminists, will, they were like, oh, thank you. You're like, this is so wrong. And like, as a woman, you should not feel this way and think this way. And I'm, no, don't. And I, I think what they probably got misconstrued is that like, it may, it seems that you were saying that the children are a priority and that's not no, the case. No, They're I'm top saying, priority. Yeah, of course. No, no, I'm saying that's probably what oh, they yeah. got from what you were saying, but that's not the case. That the children are top priority, but mm-hmm. my husband and I being that we're one, so he's he comes first. First. Like, one, we're together. Like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't. And I think a lot of women nowadays, like, they're, they're ashamed to say, like, their pri- one of their priorities in life is to have a family. Mm. Also, you know me, like, I'm not ashamed to say, like, yo, like, I want to start a family. Like, right. I, of course, I'm going to have a career. But women should not be ashamed to say, oh, I want to have a family. Like, I want that to be, like, an actual pride of mine to have a to have a family. Mm-hmm. And women now, especially a lot of, I feel like, black women, like, they're ashamed of that shit. Like, they're I like, think- oh, I'm black and strong. I don't need no nigga. I don't need it's a man. And it's just like, no, like, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna do that. And you're going to, of course, you're going to do that. Like, you're going to be independent and, and successful. But you're also gonna be lonely. Look at Oprah. Oprah's independent and successful, and she got a whole ass man. Yeah. So who are you not to have one? Like, if you want. Okay. To, okay. It doesn't mean having children should be yeah. an ideal. Like, she's not married, but she's in a she, fully committed yes, relationship, relationship with this man for over twenty years. And look at them; they yeah. are blossoming. Because at the end of the day, your friends are gonna dip, dip, get married. And you're not going to be their priority. Exactly. I'm not going to be having, like, your man ain't... Oh, I can't sleep with my friend. I can't, <laughs> I mean, I can't like, cuddle with my friend they, and her husband. They can't. They can't rub your feet the way yeah. your man could or your woman this could. Story, you, yeah. can't, you can't talk to your husband. You can't talk to your... Who you going to have pillow talk with? Okay. <laughs> After a hot, steamy sex and chat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of sex... Ooh. Um, we love sex over here. The topic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not necessarily a steamy sort of thing. Um, it's kind of sad. Um, Gabrielle Union. Mm. Um, Wait, how did you lead into this? Because sex leads into the thing. All right, all right, all right. That was a week. So my segment was pretty said, bad. I'm sorry. Also, the sex. You're please, the, please, please, please do not mind that. That was, this is with every ounce of, queen. <laughs> with every ounce of sensitivity. Um, yeah, for sure. So Gabrielle reveals that she has infertility struggles mm. and she's had eight or nine miscarriages. Mm. And I said, I brought this up earlier and you were saying, what did you say? That you don't um, ask for? You never, you know how I always say to pray in detail. Mm. I feel like you should you should be very careful about what you put out in the energy and what you ask God for. Mm. Like, not to say this is her fault, but she said she never wanted children. But I always say, people say never, never say never. never right. And when you say like, oh, I don't want children, like, oh, hell no. Like, you know, not saying that's how, that was her, the but. The power of the tongue. The power of the tongue is very, is, is legit real. Sometimes mm. God will listen to your praise and give you what you want. What you want. And um, this is just me coming from a spiritual aspect. So this, like, you can agree to disagree. And sometimes someone that you meet will change that right. aspect. That's right. Even though she got married older, she found someone that she loves so much that she wants to give him yeah. something. She that said they have that she together. wanted to have children after she became a stepmom. Yeah. So she obviously she was never way. exposed to yeah, it. Yeah, she never. She wasn't. She was never exposed to it. So, so you can't blame her for right. like feeling the way she felt previously. Mm-hmm. But these children that are in her life now, like, expose her to something right. that she wants to experience, and it's sad that she having nine. a difficult time experiencing. Like, I don't even know how to. How to? Oh, I don't know. I, 
I mean, because her, her, her new book is coming out sometime this year. We have year. to read that. Um, it's titled, We're Going to Need More Wine Union. Um, and, I mean, she and Dwayne Wade have been married for, like, three years now. Mm-hmm. So, like, they obviously have been trying for them to be getting pregnant eight or nine, nine times and then losing the baby. And in, re- in relation she, to, like, you know, the power of the tongue, it's very real. And I hate that it has to be with her situation that we have to bring it up. But it's very real. Like, you you get what you wish for. Yeah. You know, so like we also have to be very, very mindful of what we say and what we what we wish and what we want in our lives because I, I mean some people don't want children, right? And they're very adamant about adamant that. At about the it time. at that moment of their life. What I always tell you, it takes that one <laughs> I'm gonna bring that up. But it takes that one person to change to the life. Change your perception. <laughs> you ain't shit. I really ain't. It really, but it really does though. Yeah. Like it really does. Like it really, it really does. does. It so. really does. So we really just gotta be really mindful of what we say to ourselves, to others, and mm. just your mouth, man. Your yeah. mouth is and, and a blessing she and a curse. Went through um, IVF treatment. Did she? And they failed. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy because like okay but was, also she's older she is older but there's there i was actually going to bring this up there's a, a nigerian couple i think they're like 60 something nah she was like 57 uh-huh. no she was 54 her husband was 57 and um they're like really you know in church and stuff like active in church mm-hmm. and they've been trying for like 20 something years and they just gave birth to twins you know and sometimes you, god was like listen <laughs> Double-double. Everything not double-double. <laughs> you know, so, like, sometimes it just may not be the time. And, like, I'm not saying that she should wait till she's 50 or, like, do a Janet Jackson kind of thing. Yeah. But because like, not everybody's body is strong can and can take it. Because, yeah. obviously, she's had eight, nine miscarriages where... But there's, there has to be something. She has to be very prayerful, too. Mm. Like, just... Just because you're paying thousands of dollars for IVF, the power of God is real. Son. It's so real. And I know it may sound cliche, and like some of you niggas is out here <laughs> atheists and shit, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yo, I'm telling you, like, pray in detail. Everything that you want and everything that God has ordained for you and like he feels that is for you and that's meant for you will be for you absolutely but talk about you have to (laughs) damn right keeping the good word i I didn't mean to be i (laughs) take out of church and shit but um i just i I, we have to do we have to do the work like we have to do the work we have to just be very careful that's why right now at this point in my life i'm very careful about what i pray for Mm. like dead ass like i'm very careful about what i pray for like i used to say oh i want a girl like i you know i just want a girl no 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 no. like that's that's, i want healthy children like i i just want healthy children who are mentally functioning well who Mm. are like just Ten toes, all of that shit, yo. <laughs> like no, ten toes, ten things, all of that. Like this, that's no serious, awesome shit. Like that's that's it. Like because you gotta be specific yo, with your prayer. You have too. to. Like I want a healthy marriage. Mm. You know what I mean? Like people, people pray for like the wedding. Mm. Nah, son. Like I want, I want the health. I want a healthy relationship with my husband. Like I want a healthy relationship with my kids. Yeah. And you know, it's it sucks. Like a lot of people don't have any faith in God. Because without that shit, like I, I, you know what I asked God for, like, just as you knew me, son. I was like, yo, after college, son, I want a job. Like, yo, let's pay me this. Mm, God boom. gave me that. Boom, boom, second. He knew, that. like, God knew that I suffered, like, through college. Like, I fucking suffered. Mm. Like, I literally had to pay for school, son, like by myself, and take out loans. That shit makes me emotional because it's like, yo, like, there's a lot of telling. Maybe like. 
Yo, call me right after. <laughs> they don't even give you time to like chill. Like they like no. What's a chill? <laughs> you know, but it's like I did that, and I, the power of God helped me. Like yeah. He really, really, really helped me get through that. And of course, the support of my friends and my some of my family. But other than that, son, like. Y'all niggas better get it together. Come on. Before he start giving you some shit <laughs> that yeah. you, you low-key asked for. Right. That's so true. <laughs> That's, you know, that wasn't really my feet. Like, come That's on. That's mad true. I don't know. And also, if, if you got kids as well, like, be careful what you say to them, too. Yes. You know? Don't they be calling them sh- stupid and bastards that shit will resonate and with them. dummy and ain't good for nothing. You ain't gonna be nothing. In, like, you, you gonna be just like your Like, you're precious. Like, yeah. you, you ain't shit. Never been. Like, that shit is a fucking yeah. curse. You gotta yeah. be careful what you, you say. Some people be cursing their children without... Listen, that's without, the worst. A curse of a parent? even acknowledging that shit, son. That's, that's wild. Okay, so we have a question. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Um, and the question goes, hey, ladies, love the show and love your views. Um, I have this quick question about a situation, or should I say situations that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I'm dating two guys, and um, you can say I'm living a baby girl lifestyle. <laughs> I can't. All right, okay. <laughs> She looks so good in that yellow dress. That yeah, that trophy wife though was. But, I want to talk about her later. Okay, okay. Let's talk about it. So guy A um makes an effort to see me once a month, and he buys me a lot of things, but he only sees me once a month. And guy B takes me out every weekend and gets me gifts occasionally. And I've been seeing these guys since the beginning of this year. So my question is, whom do I settle for? Because I'm starting to get attached to both of them equally. Hold on, read guy the second guy again. So guy B takes the girl out every weekend but gets her gifts occasionally while guy a makes an effort to see the girl once a month but gets her stuff all the time so she's she's catching mm. feelings for both of them but but like she's trying to see who to cut off because mm. she's trying to settle down type thing oh she wants to live that baby girl lifestyle I mean, she's technically living it because she's dealing with nah, two guys that are that are treating her, that are buying her things of that nature and that nature. But like she's catching feelings, so now she's like, I gotta cut one loose. So she was saying, if you were in my position, which guy would you keep and which guy would you guy, a guy B. <laughs> kick to the dust or b keep him to the side? I'm taking guy B. So guy B takes you out every weekend and he will get you gifts occasionally. Yeah. Okay. You know why? Why? Because you remember I took the love language test. Yes. And you know my my love language is quality time. Quality time. It wasn't really gifts. It was quality Mm. time. And I think quality time is just more important than someone buying your time. You feel me? Like a lot of guys will buy your time, but don't give you none. And when they give you it, it's not the best. You know what I mean? Like it's they like, give oh. you the it too. <laughs> just, yeah, like they're just like, oh, I'm just giving her what I have. Whatever I have. Me. Like yeah. I already bought her gifts. So I don't really have to give her nothing else. Like I mean, and guy A could be married, sis. Just FYI, he can have like kids, a whole nother yeah. life on the side. That's why he only sees you once once a month. I don't know. Or maybe he's well, he maybe like an Nigerian billionaire. You right? I mean, not <laughs> not. not <laughs> I mean, but like, honestly, like, it's either he could be a Nigerian billionaire, like a rich person that's really busy and only has time to see you once a month. And when he does see you once a month, like, what are y'all doing? It's y'all- Chanel. He's- right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Chanel would be nice. A Gucci messenger bag, the red one, just FYI for anybody listening. Um, <laughs> with a big emblem on the front. Um, or, let me stop. <laughs> she got a list. <laughs> you know, Christmas is coming. Yeah. 
but not nah, personally I would choose Gabi like I do like yeah, personal be. quality time but also another one of my love languages like gifts as well so like you getting me a thoughtful gift not necessarily you just buy me a Chanel because you just went to the Chanel store you saw and just one to set you up yeah for like, not complaining you know exactly that's to buy your silence and yeah. a lot of women go through stuff like that like so baby girl <laughs> y'all living your baby girl lifestyle big Gabi I say go with whoever you actually <laughs> you actually enjoy spending time with because she could be with guy B spending a lot of time with but she could look forward to the moments where she spends with guy A and it's really a great time what if it's not okay so like I said pick whomever you feel the most comfortable with that you don't girl collect your bag collection <laughs> <laughs> be a collective collector okay do what you gotta do sis get your girl that can do both <laughs> No, she was saying for guy for for guy A or whomever she doesn't picture, she keep them on the side just in case, or yeah. kick them to the dust. I think she should keep them. I mean, she's not committed to nobody. Exactly, yeah, but she's trying to. Keep them on she's the side. To, she's if she's trying to, then then put your time into time B because you're actually seeing this guy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're only seeing technically you're only seeing guy B three times a month. And then, yeah, whatever. Once in a while, you yeah, know. We'll see. Okay, update girl, us, girl. You, update us. Let us know <laughs> about about that one. Mm, um, but I was pretty- speaking of baby girl life. <laughs> I want to talk favorite baby girl. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually do like talking my. I love her. But there's just shout a, out to my Scorpio sis. I talk to her, but there's a lot of things that bother not bother me, but <laughs> like a lot a lot of people. No, not even her. <laughs> I don't care how she gets things. Okay, but like for instance, there's certain posts right that people make. Like they'll post a Chanel bag with the Louboutin shoes and the. Uh, Charlotte Olympia shoes. Some shit. And they'll be like, oh, I thank <laughs> God for back. blessings. And, <laughs> and the next post is... Yeah, or, like, or in the range or in the Bentley, like, oh, thanking God for his blessings. And it's just like, why are you thanking God for materialistic things? You know what I mean? Mm. And I feel that... Um, and this is not me shaming anyone. Not shaming her. Mm-hmm. but Because there's a lot of people that do that shit that we do see on social media. People that we know. And it's like... You guys are just... You know, Nigerians do this a lot. For instance, right? Someone will like buy a house or get a car, and the whole Instagram will be like, "Oh, like just congrats, God yeah." Is so and, good. And, and I'm just like, "But God is good. God is, no, God is good." But it's like they are like praising just materialistic things. Mm. You get know what I mean? Like every post is. Thank God for my Gucci. Thank God for my Chanel. Thank God for my Hermes bag that I've been working. You know. Thank God because if I ain't safe, well, I never know. Not, not like not, like every, everything mm-hmm. that you get, you don't have to like show. Like, be thankful for the for the for the gift of life. And I think that you and I do a good job of like sharing that mm. aspect of things. Like, we don't have to let everybody know about all the materialistic shit yeah, that we get. Because that's, that's it's not, it's not a, that's not you. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, there's more, like, there's more to life. There's more to life. And <laughs> I was just having this conversation with my homegirl when we were talking about this shit and like, she was just like, basically, yo, like, we put so much energy into like, materialistic shit that it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything. I mean, yes, we you- want it. Yes, we want it. But it's, there's more to life than like, a Chanel bag or I'm still gonna Celine I don't know if I'm gonna I don't think I'll ever I don't I'm if not you gonna catch post me with if, a if picture you catch with me with it yeah, like, but it's not gonna be like I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna buy this Celine a standstill photo of it and be in the like, store like. and then just write like a whole 10 paragraphs on this 
Celine. I mean, Philippians 4 said, 4 and 19 talks about, you know, God will provide all of our riches and glory through him and stuff like that. So I get it. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> you not to bring it to the I, Bible. I, I, I love how people use the Bible. No, no, no. But no, no, no. Let's be realistic, <laughs> right? So right. I, I think, I think it's a moment or it's a matter of I never had mm. because I don't own an Hermes or uh, I think if you ever got one you wouldn't be some Aladdin shit like it wouldn't I feel like I mean you I'm gonna bragging, post a picture bro. but I'm not gonna be like thank you God for these Elias shoes and these like hmm. I don't know Ugo Mosey hat and this like <laughs> Givenchy blazer like you know how like what's that, what's that blogger that blogger does that shit a lot the, the famous Nigerian one Laura Laura KG mm. she oh. is synonymous for yes. that she will hashtag yes. Versace top 7-7 jeans or citizens of humanity jeans uh, <laughs> Jimmy Choo shoes oh, <laughs> Manalo Blanc shoes like she's very synonymous with doing that and I but that's a moment of like they never had so you kind of don't blame them for stuff like that if you've never been in a position to like walk into a chanel store or a burberry store and get yourself like a burberry scarf or walk into like um mont blanc and get yourself a mont blanc watch like once you finally get that you're gonna be your wrist gonna be gleaming it's gonna Mm. be twitching gonna be doing all of that like hitting with the flex all that yeah but not yo like that's what people have to understand like my my take on that is like son like Social media is a very evil place. It's dangerous. Like as much as I love it, it's a dangerous place. People like literally will like watch your shit and like hate on you for no reason. Mm -hmm. Screenshot. Like screenshot, like, yo, look at this bitch. Like (laughs) how she bought like it's just like yo, how she bought that. Like Mm. she got a a sugar daddy. Like it's things like that. Like people will start to like create stories in their head like just about you. Mm -hmm. And it's like why even I mean I know you shouldn't care about what people think, Mm -hmm. but it's like why even put yourself in that predicament? Yeah, like nah, like look what happened to Kim Kardashian, like I feel like you're setting yourself up as a target. Mm. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. oh yeah, niggas, like I'm gonna catch that bitch. I'm gonna line her up because yeah. I know if I see her in the streets in New York, not me guys, <laughs> but like if I see her in the streets in New York or some shit, or like her jet setting somewhere, and like I know she's gonna have a Chanel. Like I know she's gonna have gonna a couple thousand. Yeah, like diamonds. I don't, I don't ever want to be a target. Like no, like I could post my Fenty highlighter <laughs> and shit. Like it, it's little stuff like yeah. that, but it's not nothing to the extreme where it's like. I mean, look at. Beyonce, Beyonce is be Gucci from head to yeah, toe. Gucci, uh, yes, Beyonce and got security. Not even a security, <laughs> but we know like she doesn't have to tag. She doesn't have to the tag it or, or hashtag yeah. the brands, and we know that. And she's very, I feel like she's very discreet with it, though. I mean, she's a discreet person in general, but like yeah. most of the time, like you will get like a blog like Fashion Mom Daily or like Baller Alert at the Shave Room that would be like, oh, Beyonce spotted wearing Gucci, you know, from head to toe, yeah. or wearing this brand or this design or stuff like that, or like Dapper Dan or something like yeah, that, you yeah. know. So like. I, like I said, it's it's a it's a it's a thing of never having. Like mm. I get like talking about where like she has access to travel to all these countries and ha- have personal shoppers and like have people like deliver her th- deliver things for her. We, I don't necessarily know where like these things are coming from, and it's none of my business it's to be me, frank. Yeah. But you know, like it also puts her in a place of danger because yes. even if she may saying. live on the yeah. island island in in Lagos, like. That doesn't stop a thief. Ain't no, yep. ain't no metal detectors yep. in the toll gate to, yep. to catch that's you or not. Yep. That's a fact. You know, so like you could be at Hands of Renee getting some ice cream with your your, your Gucci sneakers and Run them blah, 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 blah. Run them shit. And blah, blah, auntie, drop something. You know, like they... Even, they will literally be like, son, take them off. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? You can't do shit. You can't, like... Unless you got to, you know, so... Like, if you got security on you, it's different. No, no, no. But like there's niggas who don't, who are ruthless. Mm. They're ruthless. They'll kill you for fucking Nothing. materialistic shit. Nothing. Not that's, why I'm a, that's why I'm gonna stick to like, you know, my fashion over, 
my urban, you know, sometimes Barney's, like, when they have a sale. You know. Um, you know, a little shit. But all fifth. <laughs> all that. <laughs> sacks all sacks, right? You know, but it's like, nah, so I, I, I'm, I, I've come to the point in my life where, like, I'm going to be very, 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 like, just chill about what I post. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be a target for nobody where they think I have more than what I do. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I mean, like, I think people also do it in a very tacky way. Like, yes. Talking about you may not necessarily tag. Some, the pitch, never mind. N- not all the time compared to Lori KG. Or is it Laura or Linda? Linda yeah, and KG. Even, even that, like, she be wearing mad fake stuff. Like, <laughs> okay. bro, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, well, you, 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 you hashtag and fake shit. Like, no. I remember there was a controversy no. about her, her, her mess. <laughs> Madonna, <laughs> but that hey, was. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. She gonna rock fake for the D. Okay. Post up on Instagram for, for the, the D. D. <laughs> for the likes. Niggas do that. Niggas do that shit for the likes. There's a yo. No I know we be talking about mad Nigerians. No, we be talking about mad Nigerians, but there's like mad Nigerian celebrities who wear mad fake shit, and I just be like, y'all niggas be out here. Y'all got these personal shoppers. Personal shopper wear. Shopping y'all at Canal Street. Out here looking dumb, and we see no. niggas a screenshot and shit and sending it to Indiana Osa. Like, yo, did you see her? Like, talk about it. Nah, I ain't gonna talk about it. I'm just like, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. It's a key. It's a key. Tag Fashion Mom Daily. She'll put you. She'll put you through. She'll put you right Rain, there. Rain, you call Fashion Mom Daily. <laughs> Can you verify this for me, please? Because, yo, she needs Claire Summers. Claire be on it. I love her. She gets she it. She be knowing. She gets it. But, you know, like where where do we like separate the like keep it up for the Joneses or just want to be fly? Like I love to be fly, but I don't I don't keep it for the Joneses. Okay, so though. this is the thing where people confuse fashion for style. Hmm. Fashion and fashion style. Fashion style. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> fashion and style are two different yeah, things, right? Yes. You have your personal style where you can literally be wearing like rainbow shit and mm. it will look like some shit, some fly shit. Or you could be designer from head to toe and look looking tacky, tacky as fuck. fuck. Look at Hush Puppy. Oh, the baddest boy on the planet. Oh, that nigga is mad tacky. Like, he's so tacky. He stays in the Versace and the Gucci store. With but he cannot dress. You can have $20,000 worth of shit. Does not make you a stylist. Does not make you flop. Or stylish. Yeah, stylish. You, know? you look... Like, you look you look dumb. Man, y'all better hit up my homegirl, Kanayo. She out here stylish. She's out here. For a fee. Okay. Okay, for <laughs> Nice feet. Hit me up, shit. I'll put a little <laughs> two together for you, honey. <laughs> nah, but like, you know, that seriously, like, it. I think there's a huge difference between style and fashion that people fail to realize that just because you have a Givenchy triangle, 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 yeah, triangle, is that the right word? Givenchy, what? Tri- the triangle bag? My nigga, I don't know about that. Bro. Okay, so. I know that. It's like, I think it's like <laughs> one of the new bags that they came out with this year and like Imagine. everybody and their mother has one and it's like. I feel like only certain people know how to pull that bag off. Right, we okay. Pull, like, we gotta pull it up after the show so I can Yeah, yeah look, look it up. The Triangle Givenchy, like, it's kind of like a bag, like, not necessarily like a messenger bag, but it's small. Like yeah, it, I know? think I need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Marlo Hampton. Like, Marlo Hampton could really wear, like, a sack and really pull that shit off. She look flat. at Rihanna. Mm-hmm. She can literally wear a sack and pull that shit off. So, like, you have to understand that style is natural and, like, fashion is just something that you buy. Like, you just buy mm-hmm. brands. You buy labels. You buy... You could go to Forever 21 and look fly. Yeah. Like, you can go to socks and look crazy as fuck just because you got on like I don't know whomever hmm. you might Lang or if you went Sandro or Maj or whatever or Maj. You don't even know how to freaking pronounce it. <laughs> you know, they like, like oh my hair legit, <laughs> legit. Like my nigga, 
I have to get niggas together real quick. I worked in laundry my, my for fa- too long. My, my, my worst one is Givenchy. They like Javinsky. Javinsky, Givenchy, Givenchy, my dear. But it's okay. It's not for everybody. You know? Even Zara people. Dada. <laughs> okay, bye, Miss 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 European. Am I right? Dada. That's how the, the Spaniards pronounce it. You're right. Yes. But so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like you really just gotta like keep continue that, with that know, flash. The, come on, son. Okay. Go to go to the fashion bomb daily and get yeah. some how to wear you know looks and inspiration sis yeah. they helping you out how to you know curate looks and put looks together Literally. even also you know <laughs> she be helping niggas like shit come oh, on <laughs> how to live life on a budget okay mm-hmm. okay yeah niggas together in this episode and that was are we done <laughs> alright that was cute looking at me like you got another question brewing Osa I, no Osa be having old questions brewing so I just be waiting for her to say something so I can just be like cause I feel like I always do this like yeah and we're and just, actually oh, and wait just, I have another one I, wait, do you really, I don't really? Oh, right. and that, that was, was just, just swinging it <laughs>